I see it all the time. Women come to me and say, I don't get it. The SCD, the specific carbohydrate diet, seems to work for everyone with Crohn's and colitis. I've tried it and I did everything right. Fanatical adherence. And I still feel awful. Maybe even worse. Why? Why didn't it work for me? Have you experienced this too? It is so much more common than you might think. When you're out there, you're doing it, and you're on your own, and you feel like you're the only one it didn't work for. If this sounds like you, you've tried the SCD, you did everything the experts told you, you rocked it, but you still feel horrible. If you were left feeling defeated, frustrated, and alone, this episode is tailor-made for you. And if the SCD is on your radar, but you're still gathering information and trying to decide when is the best time to start, this episode is definitely for you too, mama, because it's going to save you wasted time and heartache as you venture out into the world of SCD. Let's get this gut healing party started. You are listening to the Cheeky Podcast for Moms with IBD, a safe space where moms with Crohn's and colitis connect, explore powerful tools for healing, and transform our lives to thrive in motherhood and in life. I'm your host, Karen Haley, IBD health coach, integrative wellness enthusiast, and mom to three outstanding kids. After having Crohn's disease for 30 years and working as a health advocate exclusively with IBD clients for the last 10 years, I know it's time to bring the types of candid conversations I have with my clients out into the open. It's our time to go on an IBD healing journey and do it like only a mom can. Let's do this. Your diarrhea was worse than ever. Every time you ate, abdominal pain would strike, bloating and gas soon would follow. And then that dreaded and inevitable trip to the bathroom where there might have been blood in your poop or blood on the toilet paper. You were exhausted all the time, taking care of the kids. It's such a chore, so great that you felt like you were doing it from the deep end of the ocean, you know, just like treading water for so long that you couldn't keep your head above water anymore. Medications with toxic side effects. Never ending bad news when you would talk to your doctor. The SCD, it was your ticket out. Your ticket out of the abyss. Finally, even though it was daunting to get started, you went for it because everyone said, the SCD healed me. So you gave it your all. You followed the instructions to the letter, but still it didn't work. Hey there, dear one, Karen Haley here with you for another special episode of the Cheeky Podcast. And if this is you, any or all of it, I want you to know that all hope is not lost. There's so much that can be done still to salvage the SCD and really any gut healing diet that you're on, anyone that you're thinking of trying, because the information that I will be sharing with you today pertains to any gut healing diet. So we can make it work for you and you can finally find your way to longer lasting remission. And here's the truth, my friend, when you're struggling, 
when you're struggling to get these diets to work for you, it's not your fault. I have to say that one more time. It's not your fault. It's nothing that you did wrong because what you may not realize is that you are just steps away from putting those puzzle pieces together. It may even just take one tweak to finally see big results. Today, I'm going to share with you what that one tweak might be for you. Let's start with just a quick explanation about what the specific carbohydrate diet is, whether you are an inflammatory bowel disease veteran or you're newly diagnosed the SCD, it's not something that's talked about in all Crohn's and colitis circles. Nine times out of 10, it's definitely not talked about by your doctor either. So let's start by just making sure that we all know what we're talking about first, the specific carbohydrate diet or as most people call it, the SCD is an eating plan that helps bring your intestinal bacteria back into balance. It's an anti-inflammatory immune boosting diet that can help you bring your Crohn's, your colitis, other autoimmune diseases, and celiac disease into remission. It's also been shown to be helpful for those with autism, ADHD, and anxiety, as there's just a really strong gut component with those types of challenges as well. I won't get into the specifics of what you eat and what you don't eat on the diet in this particular episode, but if you want more information, check out the book, Breaking the Vicious Cycle. It will tell you everything you need to know. The diet is all about gut healing allowed or legal foods and not good for you gut illegal foods, the ones you don't eat. And it has been life transforming for so many who are suffering with Crohn's and colitis. So if you haven't yet, I highly recommend you go check it out. Go check out this life-changing book because it could be just that for you. Now I want to make it really clear right from the start. This episode is not about the common missteps or mistakes SCDers make. When it comes to the specific carbohydrate diet, mistakes do happen. They happen, let's face it, a lot. This is a really challenging diet. And to get the hang of it in the beginning, the rules are confusing in because it involves what's legal to eat, what's illegal to eat. It involves cooking at home a lot more with food that you've probably never heard of before. I don't know anyone, including me, that hasn't made some SCD missteps along the way. SCD missteps can also keep you from finding remission. And if you want to know more about the top three mistakes that I see SCDers make, go back and check out episode five of the podcast. I will leave a link to it in the show notes so that you can check it out easily. It's a great companion to this episode because it goes into all of the mistakes that you might make while you're starting, or maybe you've been on it for a long time, the SCD. But there's another common problem I see often in my Crohn's and colitis coaching practice, the problem of doing everything right on the SCD, but still not finding success. You did the intro, you followed the foods to the letter. You even went tortoise slow. Like I tell everybody going tortoise slow, adding a new food in every few days to see how you reacted but you're still sidelined. 
And I have to say that while we do need more research to see the exact blueprint for how and why SCD works, for those with Crohn's and colitis, there have been studies showing people with IBD that are on the SCD having success rates of 75 to 95%. Yes, that high. That's huge. We know it works. Right now, it's just not working for you. But thankfully, thankfully, when we just do just a bit of investigating, we can figure out the reason it's not working so that you can get back on track for SCD success. Today, I'm sharing with you the top seven reasons why SCD doesn't work for some moms, even when they deserve an A plus for effort, for doing everything right. I'll start off by going through the seven reasons. And then if you want to take this information and run with it, I'll tell you how you can get my free step-by-step. I'm doing everything right. Why is this gut healing diet not working? resource so that you know the exact step-by-step blueprint for what to do to figure out which reason or maybe reasons are the culprits for you. Let's get started. Let's get started with reason number one. And reason number one is SCD legal foods are illegal for you. I'm going to say that one more time just to make sure that it makes sense. SCD legal foods the foods that you can eat on the diet are illegal for you, meaning they don't work for you. I'm not saying all of the foods on the diet. I'm saying one or more foods on the diet are sabotaging you. And at this point, you either don't know it or you don't know which food or foods are bothering you. While I have found that most of the diet recommendations are spot on, for helping control Crohn's and colitis symptoms, it's important to remember that we're all different. This is why it's so stinking hard. It's so stinking hard to bring your IBD into remission. What works for me may not be what works for you. Over my years working with moms who have Crohn's and colitis, I've come up with a list of SCD legal foods that seem to creep up as being more of a problem than others. If you've tried the specific carbohydrate diet, if you've done everything to the letter and you're still not having success, it's possible that one of these foods is illegal for you. The most common culprits for food sensitivities are tree nuts or peanuts. And that means in any form. So straight up nuts, nut butter, nut milks, or nut flours, homemade 24-hour yogurt made from cow's milk, fructose found in legal honey, as well as in fruit, chicken eggs, and cheese. If you haven't had success on the specific carbohydrate diet, even though you're doing everything right, it might be worth a trial run of excluding one or more of these foods that I just mentioned because maybe they are a potential problem food for you. Let's talk about reason number two, why the specific carbohydrate diet, you're doing everything right, but it's just not working. Even if 
none of these foods are a problem for you. The ones I just mentioned, even if none of them are a problem for you, when you eat them in small amounts, they can be a problem if you eat too much of them at one time or too much of them in general. Case in point, eating too much almond flour. And I have to say it, I get it, I get it. You are coming from the standard American diet, like I was. You miss your cake and cookies and pancakes and pie and pizza. Did I get everything? And now you found a way that you can legitimately make them. Gut healing even. It's 100% legal. So you go for it. You go for it with pancakes for breakfast, with a sandwich for lunch, with a hamburger roll at dinner, and don't forget dessert. We cannot forget dessert, cookies or cake, because it's all possible. It's all possible, and it's legal in the world of SCD. But just like I said in reason number one, just because it's legal doesn't mean it's legal for you. And even in SCD world, a treat is still a treat. And we should always treat almond flour as a treat. Now, don't get me wrong. Snacking on a few almonds is great and has some good health benefits. Even almond flour in small amounts is okay. But it's when we overindulge that we can create problems that creep up for our Crohn's and colitis in in putting it in more of an inflammatory state. Almonds contain this anti-nutrient coating called phytic acid. While this coating is necessary while the nuts are growing to protect it from insects and other predators, phytic acid, it can be a problem, especially for those of us with gut disorders. Like I said, phytic acid is an anti-nutrient. So it hinders our ability to digest and absorb the nutrients in the nuts and It can cause symptoms like stomach upset, bloating, gas, even diarrhea. Sound familiar? Yeah. Almond flour also becomes a bit of a problem when you heat it. Heating almond flour causes the fats in the nuts to become oxidized. Oxidized fat equals free radical formation and free radical damage leads to decreased antioxidants in the body and then increased inflammation. Almonds also contain high amounts of omega-6s. Now, hold up, Karen. I hear you saying it. Hold up, Karen. Aren't omegas healthy for your heart, your brain, and your gut? Aren't they anti-inflammatory? Well, omega-6s are polyunsaturated fats. And while it's true that we do need this in small amounts, overindulging in omega-6s can have a negative impact. Too much can lead to hormonal imbalance, thyroid dysfunction. Omega-6s can also create a slower metabolism. And in the end, it can lead to that ever present and say it with me, if you know what I'm going to say, inflammation. What's the bottom line? The bottom line is that nuts are good. Even almond flour is okay in moderation. If you're eating quite a bit of almond flour, though, if you're eating quite a bit of those products on the diet and your symptoms aren't completely resolved, it's a good idea to ease up on the almond flour. Remember, when it comes to grain-free baking, coconut flour, coconut flour, it's a healthier option. 
I'm still not saying have coconut flour, coconut flour, baked goods with every meal, but it's just good to know. It's good to know that healthier options are available. So we can still enjoy the cookies and the pancakes and the muffins. We just don't want to overdo it, especially when it comes to almond flour. Let me leave you with this for reason number two. Episode 25, it's all about coconut flour for beginners so that if you want to get started with grain-free baking, it's a great place to start. I will leave a link to that particular episode in the show notes so you can grab it easily. Let's talk about reason number three. Reason number three, why the specific carbohydrate diet, even though you're doing it all like a champ, like a boss mom, even though you're doing it awesomely, let's talk about why it might not be working for you. Reason number three, the unintentional illegal becomes a habit. Let me tell you a little story and I'm going to set the stage for you. I'm going to set it up golden girl style, golden girl, Sophia. If you watch that show, you know what I'm talking about. Picture it. It's 2008. The Olympics are in Beijing, China. I am rocking that maxi dress. Katy Perry is singing about kissing a girl and liking it. And American Idol is top dog on TV. Do you remember 2008? For me, it's early days in my time on SCD. I found this store-bought bone broth that was actually SCD legal. Can you imagine that? Hell yes, I'm buying that. I was overjoyed. Something that takes me forever to make at home is ready-made SCD legal. I'm in. Hallelujah. I remember I looked at the ingredients for the first few times that I bought it, but then it became habit and I just started using it all the time. One day I started noticing some symptoms. I started noticing that I was getting a little more gas and bloating than usual after I would drink this broth. And I chalked it up to stress, stress affecting my gut. As we know, it can with all of us, stress was affecting my gut. I was a mother of two youngins, 17 months apart, these little scrappy boys with boundless energy and God love them. But they, most days they were driving me batty when the bloating and the gas turned more into now looser stools, the, what I would call the soft serve kind of variety, you get the picture there. And then it didn't stop. I knew it had, I knew that I had to do some more investigating. So after looking everywhere else first, I did, I looked everywhere else first because I didn't want it to be that bone broth. I finally realized it was the store-bought bone broth. The ingredients had changed. And now my beloved easy peasy store-bought bone broth, it wasn't legal anymore. Such a bummer. But you know what? The good news is that after I removed the bone broth, it took a few days, maybe a week, I think, but things started to settle down. No more bloating, gas, and my poops started to firm up too. Cheating on the SCD isn't always intentional. Unintentional cheating, either in the beginning because you just aren't familiar with what to eat and what not to eat, or cheating later on because a food manufacturer changes their ingredients. It's actually quite common. If the SCD isn't working for you, 
what could you be eating that's actually unintentionally a cheat? It's time to do some investigating to find out. Let's move on and talk about reason number four. Number four, reason that you're doing it all right. You are rocking that STD life, but it's just not working for you the way that you want it to. Well, remember back in reason number one, I said that it's possible that an SCD legal food is illegal for you. Well, in reason number four, we find out that the opposite can also be true. Illegal foods might actually be legal for you. It's interesting. I actually see this come up, I would say, occasionally with my SCD clients. When they become 100% SCD legal, they find that there's foods that are not on the diet, but it's a food that not only works for them, I would say, it actually benefits them. Most often I see this with grains. I have to say, I see it with grains. Sometimes there are very specific, very easy to digest grains that work for those with Crohn's and colitis. And those that are on with Crohn's and colitis who are on the SCD. And I want to add something here. I want to add and keep in mind that this is completely anecdotal because I don't have any research. I have no research. There's no research studies to back this up. No research study that plays this out. But I find that when grains are helpful with gut healing, it tends to happen more with my UC clients than my Crohn's clients. Again, I don't have a study to refer back to. And I'm not saying that it happens even half of the time. Most people do well without grains when it comes to gastrointestinal healing, but there does seem to be a small portion of people. When I think about it, I would say maybe 10% of my clients who not only tolerate specific, easy to digest grains, but they seem to thrive on them. Could that be you? I'm curious if you've possibly noticed that in yourself. Now, before you jump up and say, Karen advised me to go out and buy spaghetti and Wonder Bread and mac and cheese. No, 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 nope. I'm definitely not saying that. And there's actually only two grains, two grains that I see, like I said, occasionally working for those on the specific carbohydrate diet. And those two grains are basmati rice and the white or the golden colored quinoa. These are easy to digest grains and they're not SCD legal, but they seem to work for some. When it comes to the specific carbohydrate diet, it could be grains or it could be anything else. It could be any other food that's not on the diet. For me, all grains are a huge no, no, I do not do grains, but I found out pretty early on that I do well with raw cacao as well as interestingly enough, parsnips, neither are on the SCD as legal, but they work for me. Is it possible that the reason the specific carbohydrate diet isn't working for you is because there's a food that your body needs. Most of the time we look at taking away foods, don't we, on the specific carbohydrate diet. But I challenge you sometimes to say, what can I add? What can I add that would benefit my healing? Now, one note here is that adding foods can be much trickier, much trickier than taking food away. So if you're stuck 
with this idea. And you can't put your finger on, you can't just quite put your finger on whether this fits for you. I want you to get in touch with me. I am always happy to help you figure it out. Let's move on and talk about reason number five, that the SCD is just not rocking your world, mama. All right, there's something else. Here's the deal. There's something else deeper going on. While the SCD can help with many things, even ailments beyond Crohn's and colitis, it doesn't help heal everything. And I found that when people have certain underlying conditions that they don't know about, the SCD might not be completely healing for them. Sometimes extra support or diet tweaks are needed when conditions like these are the underlying factors that are keeping your gut disorder from fully healing. Conditions like IBS, yes, you can have IBD and IBS. If you do also have IBS, some of the foods on the specific carbohydrate diet, they might bother you. It's possible that a diet more like the FODMAPs, a diet in the FODMAPs area, it might be more beneficial for you in in this moment. I have to say that in this moment. FODMAPs, it's a gut healing diet similar to the specific carbohydrate diet, but this diet gets rid of fermentable carbohydrates. If you're curious about it and you think that you might have IBS, go ahead and Google FODMAPS, F-O-D-M-A-P-S, or Google Monash University. You'll find a wealth of information with FODMAPS, information about the FODMAPS diet and its positive impact on IBS. I will leave a link in the show notes to a link to the Monash website, as well as information about FODMAPs so that you can get more information about that for yourself. What other conditions can be hindering all the work you're doing on the specific carbohydrate diet? Well, SIBO for one, SIBO is another one, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. SIBO is a condition where there is an overgrowth of bacteria in the small intestine. And it requires a much more specified approach, possibly including targeted antibiotics or herbal supplements, sometimes both. You can continue with the specific carbohydrate diet along with these other treatments, but it's important to know if you have this particular diagnosis so that you can add those treatment options onto what you're already doing. Other possibilities include candida, which is a pathogenic yeast overgrowth in your body. It could be fructose malabsorption. Remember, I mentioned this earlier, honey and fruit, they are a big part of this diet. And if you are sensitive to fructose and you're following the diet to a T, you might feel terrible. Sensitivities to foods high in histamines is another option, like fermented foods, spinach, Aged cheeses and avocados, that could be your culprit, or possibly it's nightshades, nightshades like eggplant, tomato, peppers. They could be keeping your Crohn's or colitis from fully healing on the diet. There's lots of possibilities out there, lots of possibilities to suss out. My dear one, I want you to know this. This is really important. So if you've been multitasking, come back to me. You are not an SCD failure. 
You just haven't gotten to the root of all of those challenges yet. You can, though. You absolutely can. I'm sure that hearing about all of these reasons the SCD may not be working for you, even though you're doing everything right, I'm sure that that can feel overwhelming, right? But trust me, there are ways to figure all of this out. It takes patience and persistence, but, and in some cases it takes being cared for by a provider who knows what to look for, but you can, you can, and you will figure this out. So don't ever stop playing detective for your own body because you have the power to figure this out. I remember for me, SCD was going along swimmingly until SIBO came into my life. And then no matter what I did, no matter what I ate, what I didn't eat, I couldn't get rid of the bloating and the gas after eating, the shifting between one day diarrhea and the next having constipation. And after finding out that SIBO was the culprit, I was able to then take steps to beat it and get my symptoms under control again. We are in the home stretch, mama. It's time to talk about reason number six. Reason number six, why the diet is not working. Here we go. Reason number six is this. The diet is working, but it's not doing enough. The SCD is awesome. It's awesome. I have seen it change lives countless times. Food can heal. Like they say, like that saying goes, food is medicine. It's funny when I think about it, food is never the first thing that doctors go to, is it? To help your Crohn's or colitis, but food is always the first thing that I go to, to help your Crohn's and colitis. Food is always the best first step. It can transform your whole life. I'm thinking about a client right now who went from super sick unable to take care of her kids with ulcerative colitis to complete remission after just one month on the SCD. When you're on the right gut healing diet, it can move mountains for you, but gut healing food, it's just one component. It's one component of your gut health. And sometimes it takes more than the diet. Lifestyle factors like stress and sleep They're huge. Mindset, habit formation, mindfulness are also really big factors. Sometimes supplements or even medication when it's needed as well to to bring your body back into complete balance. If you're chugging along on the specific carbohydrate diet and it's not working or it's working, but not to the extent that you want it to, Look at some of these other things, these other healing modalities to help you. Healing takes a village, my friend. Healing your gut, it's never about just one thing. Let's move on and talk about our last reason of the day. Reason number seven, why you're doing the SCD. You are doing it with fanatical adherence, girlfriend, but it is just not giving you the results that you want and you deserve. So often I see people try it for one week or 30 days or even a couple months. They don't see results right away. So they move on to the next shiny object. They think it just doesn't work for them. 
Within the first 30 days, I want you to see some improvement, knowing that what you're looking for might be, well, small. It might be one less trip to the bathroom each day. Your poop might move from liquid to oatmeal. You might feel less bloating or less joint pain. And I challenge you to even give it a bit longer, up to three months before you make a decision as to whether it's making a positive difference in your life. And notice there, I didn't say healed in three months. It does happen occasionally, but more often than not, it does take some of those tweaks and it does take some time. So what I want to reiterate there is after those couple months, Is it making a positive difference in your life? Not healed, but a positive difference. If it isn't working, go ahead and look back at the first six reasons I mentioned and see if one of those reasons might be holding you back. Maybe it's a couple of them. Even, and I know, I know it can be overwhelming to figure all of this out. I know not that you won't get to the bottom of what's going on because I know that you will, but at least this is a starting place towards healing because insight, insight is half the battle. Let's go ahead now that we have all the seven reasons. Let's go ahead and recap them. Let's recap your seven reasons, your SCD or any other gut healing diet that you've tried is not doing it for you. Even though you're doing everything right. Number one, SCD legal foods aren't legal for you. Number two, too much almond flour. Number three, you're eating illegal foods unintentionally and it's become a habit. Reason number four, illegal foods are legal for you. Reason number five, there's an underlying condition you don't know about. Reason number six, diet is just not enough. It takes a village to heal. Reason number seven, you give, you need to give it more time. If you've been following along with me during this episode, if you're saying to yourself, oh yeah, yes, reason number five is me or reason number one, or maybe you're saying reason number three and six, yes, that's me. I want to know what do I do about it? What do I do about it today? What do you do when you're on the specific carbohydrate diet or any other gut healing diet for that matter, and it's just not working the way you want it to? What if one of these reasons is your reason? What do you do? Well, you do it like you do everything. You do it like a mom, of course. Making SCD work for you and doing it like the awesome mama you are means following my seven-step approach to get really clear, really get clarification on the most important question of all. I'm doing everything right. Why is the gut healing diet that I'm on not working? It's my step-by-step blueprint to help you put all of these puzzle pieces together. And it's yours absolutely free to help you figure all of this out. If you want to take our conversation from today one step further, take it to the next level to really make strides in helping quiet your Crohn's or colitis, you can find my step-by-step blueprint guide at karenhaley.com forward slash seven steps. It's karenhaley.com forward slash seven 
steps. And that seven is a number. It's the number seven. To make it easy for you, I will link that in the show notes. In case you want to go right to it now, it's K-A-R-Y-N-H-A-L-E-Y.com forward slash the number seven steps. All right. How are you feeling, mama? I know this episode has been a lot to take in, to say the least, but the takeaway is that even if the SCD isn't giving you the results you're hoping for, there is still hope. The chances of you having all of these reasons that I mentioned today, it's not likely. It's usually one, maybe two things that are going on things that are going on behind the scenes that you're missing. I hope that you were able to narrow in on some thoughts, just some thoughts about why your gut healing isn't working in this episode. Now it's time to put those thoughts to the test with your step-by-step blueprint guide and get started on going deeper with your gut health so you can get your health back on track. Remember, there's always hope. Trust me, there's always hope. I never give up hope. There's always possibilities. So I want you to never give up, dear one. Don't even think about it. Because when you're thinking, I can't do this anymore, I have to give up, I want you to get in touch with me. I want you to email me at hello at karenhaley.com. Or if you're on Facebook, DM me. I am at the IBD health coach on Facebook, at the IBD Health Coach on Facebook. I am not going to let you give up hope. There is hope, and I will help you see the possibilities in your world, because I truly believe there are possibilities. Until we meet again, I'm wishing you a cheeky and healthy gut healing journey. Chat soon.